0: Welcome to Encounter. This is a podcast and radio show where we seek to encounter Christ, culture, and community. And tonight we have a free-for-all episode where we're going to be diving into a few different topics that we just kind of had on our hearts that we wanted to sift through as friends and believers in Christ. One thing I wanted to encourage you— to do is if you are a listener of this podcast we as as friends as brothers are reading through Hebrews together and studying it we just came out of Exodus and now we're reading through Hebrews and trying to find the connections between the two and so a lot of our references will be in Hebrews so i encourage you to read Hebrews so you can be a little bit more in tune with our conversations as we go through our podcast so with this episode we hit on topics like putting our role models too high up on pedestals. And then to use as an example for that, we talk about the Hillsong documentary that just came out, what we think about it, why we think it happened, and what we think about the documentary itself. And then we dive into Hebrews 2.1 and taking earnest heed of putting our salvation and Christ at the forefront of our lives and our ministries. So this is a compilation of rabbit trails focused and hinging around putting Christ first and people second. And the scripture Hebrews two one. We hope you enjoy. So the the Will Likewise. Smith one, I've been trying to navigate my way through that. It's almost like when Ravi happened. It's obviously a different level, but someone that I, I did look up to their talent at least. I've I've liked every almost every Will Smith movie he's done. And when it happened, I was like, dang, I got to relook at this now. Like, I know I shouldn't, but I just have to. Uh, and why though? huh Why? Because I can't not. Because even, I guess it's, oh, a, he it's a... smack a guy. It's a false assumption, but when I found out the reason why he smacked and everything going on and how horrible his marriage is and how they both have an open marriage and, like, all this stuff, I thought that he just had a happily married little family. I don't follow him that close. So I just kind of had this picture of, yeah, like, yeah. a Denzel kind of guy. Okay. You know, where he just had... He had his life together and his... Yeah. Even if he wasn't a believer, it's just there's secular people who he can admire things about. You know? Right, right, right. And... When that shattered and I realized how broken everything is, it's like I still like all his movies. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. It just made I me mean, like, dang it! Now I gotta like break my bubble. I gotta yeah, get yeah. a new, new vision of
1: who this guy is. I, I think you just hit the nail on the coffin right there, words or nail on the head, whatever it is, where it's that you I'm can't look up to anybody who doesn't have Christ in their life, or where, even if they do. Where well, Paul says, "Follow me as I follow Christ," and you can look at them through that lens. But if mm. nobody. Has Christ, then what are you looking up to them for? Because they're obviously going to fail.
0: Well, that's the, the qualification of that statement is as I follow Christ.
1: That's what he's saying. So, that's yeah, what he's saying. I know. Yeah. I'm saying mm-hmm. that,
0: like, it's not even if there are believers, it's like only follow me when I am mm-hmm. following Christ. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't do that with somebody who doesn't follow Christ. Yeah.
2: And I think he only says that, I think he says it especially, like, even to what we were just talking about, like, just leadership in general. Whenever you're leading anything, you can you can easily start straying away from the Christ that qualities is in you. So he's like, let him know, like it just could just from being a leader, it, it, anything can get to your head. Mm. So just like the second that I'm not following Christ and don't follow me, like don't follow anything about me. That's not following him mm. because you're ba- when, when you're a leader, you're bound ba- like some eventually it's bound to like, that's going to, something's going to get to you eventually. Like,
0: yeah, that's the one thing I like that Pastor Vince said and, at the, the men's center the one time, he's like, if I ever start preaching a gospel that is counter to the actual gospel, please come remove me from the stage. Yeah. It's follow me as I follow Christ. Right. Yeah. Cancel me as I cancel Christ, you know? And yeah, so that this carries over, I think, pretty well into the thing that I've been not consumed with, but my wife and I just watched the Hillsong documentary. Okay. And what it means to build someone up onto a pedestal and admire them beyond where we should— and put them mm. as the role models, and and the there's like three names that are brought up in the documentary. If you haven't watched it, it it is worth watching. There are some caveats that I'm sure everybody will have when they watched it, because certain parts just annoyed me. Certain parts I thought were whiny. But the idea that he, uh, Carl Lentz, and then Brian Houston, and there's a guy named Jake that that's mentioned in it, and he's at the end just of this. Jake. Yeah, he has a second name, but I just remember <laughs> Jake. Uh, he was the one that did the, had the actual sexual assault with the girl, and all of them came from. People coming in with charisma and talent and then they were put on a pedestal way above where they were able to actually be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then eventually they fell and everybody's shocked. You know, and the one guy at the end of the second episode did a, his commentary was like, oh, it was a girl. And she, her commentary was like, yeah, well, Carl Lentz, everybody came out about his affair. That was this real long affair. She basically said that it was all of the faults of the church were then shifted onto to Carl as if he were this, like. Mosaic big, figure? Kind of? the mosaic figure, but uh, the sacrificial, I'm trying to think of the word, the, the scapegoat okay. for all of the problems of the church. And that, you know, Carl went down because Carl was corrupt. Carl was this, Carl was that. When he was just the embodiment of all the wrong choices the church had made, you know. And it's the same thing, I believe. So it's
2: like a chicken and egg kind of thing? Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. and I think it's a similar with with Trump. You know, I, I uh, with, who? with Donald Trump. Okay, I think that everybody puts him up as this guy that changed everything, and I think he was a more of a result of things already coming. Like I, I don't I should, think. Yeah, I think that he was a he was a, well, a I think it's a combination. Hitman. I think it's a combination. I mean, I think he filled the role that the he was chosen to fill. I, I was. I'm not saying I'm pro Trump. No, at no, all. no, no. I'm not. I, 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 I'm I, I saying agree. I
2: think like it exposed him getting where he was exposed how, how our country was yeah but then it also speed like a uh, accelerated all of that
0: mm-hmm. even more. Yeah, because they chose someone that would accelerate. Right, exactly. Right, because right. the one side felt like they were being stepped on, so they just hired a middle finger with orange hair to get up there and and accelerate it to get back their side. You know? And now what happens is now he, what He's having, Nothing. He's not, but, he's not even that smart. Instead
2: of having like any reasonable person in there, like somewhere in the middle, the pendulum just
0: keeps swinging further and further each side until the clock falls over until eventually know? it's going to just yeah. Yeah, I just I I think we give Trump too much credit. Like he really isn't. He's not that much, that effectual in either direction. He's just the finger that they chose, you know? Right, right, right. And I think the same thing with, with Carl Lentz. Like, I don't think he was, I mean, watching him, he's a good looking dude. There's red flags. I don't know how the whole world didn't see. Maybe they did and just chose not to care. Well, it's just the
2: fact that like, what they're, what they're choosing for, what, what they're looking for to choose a pastor is wrong like yeah. like the, the you know what I mean? yeah like yeah. it's nothing like timothy or titus like but that what mm-hmm. it says that like uh, they're going for like good looking charismatic you know uh, i don't i don't mean that in like the pentecostal way. i mean like charismatic isn't like you know like good speaker or, like, high energy a, yeah high energy like they're looking for those and none of those are listed yeah. on, on the qualifications for past so you're already looking for failure like mm-hmm. when you when you're just already from the foundation
0: can you i, I can't imagine because they sat down and carl Lentz was one of three candidates towards the end when they were interviewing mm-hmm. and i can't imagine brian houston being like okay you have all these. Are you hospitable? Do you have people yeah. in your house with yeah, your family? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, as a qualification yeah. of an elder. And, yeah. and they're like, oh, that's, you're not really in the running cause right. you're not hospitable. Right, right. It was like, do you have six pack? You know, right. They back. were looking for like mass. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And what, what would attract the masses? Yeah. And he would. And he did. Mm-hmm. And it was in New York City, right? It was the, yeah. the close one. Yeah, I didn't really know much about I never heard his name until the documentary. Apparently, have he I. was the number mm. one. Person, I wouldn't even
2: know like, if I stepped on one, you yeah. know.
0: Yeah, and I honestly had never heard Brian Houston speak either until the movie. Either have I. And he was awful. He wasn't a good speaker either. I didn't. Wait, like,
2: this is what this this goes back to our one podcast where we were talking about the worship. Yeah. Where we're like, people are gonna hear your songs and then go look up these I have been a Christian for years now mm. in worship, and I have not once even heard of Carl Lentz or or heard yeah. a certain or heard of, or heard of
0: Brian Houston, or heard a sermon from either one of them. Yeah, that's more so for Hillsong. And I think for me, that was before service, whole services were streamed. Um, okay. Because growing up, they were just streaming, like, they would just put out songs. Um, okay. And they wouldn't, because Hillsong is the worship band. It's, it, it, for the first five years of church. Yeah, it, it was wasn't Hillsong it wasn't church, the whole yeah. church. So when they would post Hillsong, it was just posting the worship. Right. But now, I mean, I, I assume that there's going to be less people, or I hope there'll be less people watching them until they get their stuff together. My, my prayer for Hillsong is they don't, not that they go away, it's they just get in order
2: right
0: you know, oh yeah sure yeah like I, i'd I be really great if this god used this to just correct their path and put them on the right path you know and i'm not writing off every hill song that i have hill song song that i hear in the future um, i just be a little less emphatic how do you guys feel about like picking hill song songs now that the stamp of infidelities on their church
2: i i mean to me i still feel this i still think i feel the same like it's not A song, I compartmentalize things, so it's completely separate. An art is so separate from the artist. Once it has left, once it has left the artist, it's its own entity now. It's its own complete thing. And even when I did watch the one where he's talking about like they intentionally use chord progressions to like make something make something feel a certain way, he's like, is it that or is that just like? are you intentionally you're try- making it seem like a psychological and they're trying to psychologically like is it that or it's just like this is what people like so we're gonna, we're gonna do it hmm. like when you apply such a motive to somebody it's like well I don't
0: know about that like um, yeah that's what I disliked about it was their whole they had a few people that I don't based off I don't know not believers but I don't know. There a couple people that when they were talking, I was like, "These aren't biblical complaints."
2: Right? Exactly. You're just complaining about anything They're right now. They're just complaining. And, and, but, and people have been doing that like since hymns. Like if you want, if it's a sad song, it's minors. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? If it's a happy song, it's major. Like it's it's, it's it's don't try to make that like a Hillsong Satan thing. You know? It's yeah. like so I don't know. To me, I don't, I separate the art from the artist. Um, and if anybody does have any question or anything, I would say like, yeah, don't go to them for doctrine or any, like you know, or just whatever they say, compare it to scripture. Yeah, mm. be the brains. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's
0: it doesn't need to be deeper than that. I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I just didn't know what you guys thought. So, I, I mean, the the one girl kept on saying that they match whatever generation of music is out there, and I wanted to say, and like, what's the next? What's the complaint? I mean, it's not. But also, do they though? Like, they, they, well, there's they, not a there's not a single worship song that sounds like any of pop any pop song. They said that they stopped at Coldplay. That was the last band they copied that they they like held, okay, they maybe. Held cold right, that makes the cold play the hell song and i do think the sounds are similar like okay. even guitar like pedals Yeah, the same i thought pedals. they meant like now nowadays i'm like no they're not yeah. doing like mumble rap and stuff like i mean what they did do um like even elevation they did the vocal synthesizer thing the what's that thing called
2: yeah once they did a on one song like on a one yeah Okay, but okay. that, and like, then that.
0: Instead of not, like even early Hillsong, like what I grew up with, isn't it was electric guitar, drums. Mm-hmm. Now it's so synth heavy, real fat, wide sounds. And then it like they're the, it's mostly synth. Even the the lead. Yeah, are but, synth. but like but like fatness and pads and synth. Like that's not in pop today. I haven't really listened to much, but I don't think not as not as aerial as as yeah. It's as not, that. It's, they're trying to make a heavenly presence, which goes back to what that one person was
2: saying. though, like they're trying to make you feel something, but like I don't think it's a current uh, you know like a a current culture like i don't think they're trying to match that i think they're trying to give you like a a heavenly like if you could if you could attach a sound to what what a cloud sound like you know what i mean like that's what i feel like they're thinking Mm -hmm. and they're like make it sound like clouds not like make it sound like q102 you know what
0: i mean because like none of them sound the same like well i i mean i don't i'm not naive enough to think though that the artists that are there because they are incredibly talented aren't influenced by the music that they like which oh true yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know so it's it's got to be a mixture you know, they're they're it, it has to be at some point influenced by culture, because that's the culture we live in. And if the if the documentary hits its targets like they think they did, which I don't think they hit their targets as directly as they think they did, if Hillsong was just a money-making machine with never the intention, the church, Brian Houston's church, of spreading the gospel, they just wanted to build a multi-million dollar corporation, um, then you would then see through the lens of every song's intention is to match culture and to draw in and to create emotion. So you have to have a presupposition that they don't ever want to serve God before you make any of those conclusions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you just assume like I kind of do, that there probably was a good intention at the start. It probably got lost along the way. Mm-hmm. And they probably even at some points were like, oh crap. And they try to get it back and it was like too late. And then they had too many investors, too many agents in the, in the movie. And then they, they kept having to keep you know, snowballing. I didn't know they had a college. I didn't know any of that. Neither did I. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, and we're Christians
2: and young ones. Yeah. Like, so it's like they're not, they're not doing that great of. Uh, I mar- think marketing or getting to the masses. Well, like,
0: it's also in Australia too. Not, true, but they're not like doing a lot of marketing. There's a whole television show in Australia. The whole there's a, a whole Hill channel television. There's show? a whole song, there's a Hillsong channel, and they just yeah. average they put their worship and sermons and college uh, commercials on there 24 seven. So in Australia. That's their target because they're there.
2: True, but I mean, I, to me again, that's not really that's not really a complaint. Like even if it's like no matter, even like no matter who it is, like even if it's uh Joel Osteen or something like that, I would rather have Joel Osteen on than half of what's on the TV. Do mm. you know what I mean? It's still better than.
0: And keeping unclean things before your eyes. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. Both entertaining. Both entertaining. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. So I just basically I just wish like none nothing really that Hillsong does. Hear me out here is a problem if the average Christian is being like the Bereans.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm saying. It's do you a, have a respo- Do we have a responsibility for the people who aren't being like Bereans?
1: In calling out like heresy and stuff. You mean if we are wait like sorry? if we're the
0: ones choosing the like, we are if just say we were we choose all the songs so just hypothetically, yeah yeah yeah. Um, do we have a responsibility to protect the non Bereans from heresies that they might discover because of Hillsong connections? I don't have an answer. I'm just asking. Do we?
2: Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying. Yeah, no way. I'm saying that. We can't just like, shift that. the
0: blame on, like, everybody and say they no, should no, all no, be Bereans.
2: No, no no. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I was more talking about, like, the television show. Okay. Because we were saying how it's like a bad. We, we almost had this tone like it's a bad thing that, like, yeah, they got a whole show, and they put worship out there in sermons. It's like, well, that's better than half. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, that's I was saying. I didn't know the like, connection. If okay. it's not doctrinally sound, and you fall for that, that's on you. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not saying if I was Hillsong, I would have bad doctrine out there. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm, like, as somebody who would choose something, I would always try to choose it biblically. Mm. So they're in the wrong for that. But I'm saying I would still rather have gospel, somewhat gospel-centered messages on TV, and just hope that people. mature enough to sift
0: through it Mm -hmm. yeah i mean the problem is according i'm just just skip on so i'm not not arguing but the the way that they paint the new york church is that they they target surface to non-believers with their marketing and with their so like the combination of not having good theology Combined with trying to get people who don't know actually theology, it's is kind of like the dangerous tour. method, you know. Because like, if
2: you go in there to a church like that, you're naturally going to draw people who don't who have bad, bad theology or don't have what any.
0: Yeah, and so it's just this like, and then they they'll give money.
2: But at bare minimum, there are people who want to go to any church now, hearing the name of
0: Jesus. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I think that that's that's great, and then I agree with you, and I think it applies. The application of that is. We should just be praying that these churches do the right thing and not be trying to completely demolish them. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's better agreed. that they yeah, exist yeah. and not exist. Right. I mean, it's like a government. But they could exist way better. It's, it's, it's better that they exist, but we just got to pray for them because they're not— I agree. I just—if the government declared that it was a Christian government, I, w- I would hold them to a different standard. Which we kind of did a while ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little and, bit. <laughs> and then,
2: yeah. And that went south, but whatever.
0: Yeah. No pun intended. Um oh God <laughs> I <didn't mean> <laughs> took me a second, yeah, so praying for i it's just I don't know i i whenever I have these like untouchable entities in my mind that aren't that aren't untouchable and infallible like anybody other than Christ, like eventually it falls, mm-hmm. and I think just time has shown me that, like i've if you put me in a, like a one-year period of my life, I could look at a ton of celebrities and a ton of people. For example, Ben Roethlisberger. Growing up, I looked up to the dude because I was a Steelers fan growing up in my house. We watched the games. Mm-hmm. And then I remember writing a book report on him in like fourth grade and then finding out that he was like, you know, messing around with girls and, a, and sexually abusing people. And like if you take a small slither, though, before that, he was infallible until I found that he wasn't. Take mm-hmm. Ravi for a small slither in time. He was infallible until he wasn't. Take Will Smith. Take you know, not even Johnny Depp, but bad examples. Take Hillsong. Yeah. Take elevation's gonna fall. Like something bad's gonna come out about them in the next couple of years, and it won't surprise me at all. And I'm calling it right now. Um, who else right now that like we think would be untouchable? I'm not sure. I mean, I I, I don't want to say that one, but there are certain people in my life right now that I even view in my own personal circle as almost infallible that have fallen mm-hmm. in the past couple of years, and. Um, it reinforces the need to pray for people who you think are untouchable because they're not you know like our pastors mm-hmm. a huge deal i just yeah. uh, i and I, i'll say this and i hope he hears <laughs> my confession but i don't pray for professor miss often enough
1: it's, yeah cuz i, a lot I of, just rely
0: yeah. on him to be the solid person yeah it's mm-hmm. true <laughs> and i rely on people like brian to be the solid person and mm-hmm. they're going to be attacked just as much if not more and they can fall very easily mm-hmm. Like The Carl Lenz thing that this, the, he was like walking in, a, had no hints of infidelity up to this point. And I don't know if you saw the part where he like met the girl, but he was in a park and he sat sat down on a bench. And there was this, I think she said she was Middle Eastern and she was sitting in the middle of, and oh, she, yeah, I think she was, like she was Israeli. Oh, well, she, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And he said that she said that he was just staring at her, mm-hmm. right? And that part like stuck out to me because she said he staring at her for about 30 minutes, which is one creepy, very, mm-hmm. very weird, yeah. But I wonder if he's also was, like, fighting a demon at that, that – not, like, a, maybe a maybe. Like, literal, it took him 30 minutes to, to, to be like ah, – Before he caved, yeah, yeah. And and he was thinking about whether or not – because he could have walked up to any girl and, and gotten her. But he sat down, and maybe he was wrestling with the idea of doing it or not. And then he knew right away it was wrong. He looked left right. and right just like Moses because when he went up yeah. to her, he said, don't Google me.
2: Right. So – And he went out there, I think, for a jog, right? So he didn't know she was going to be out there. Yeah. Unless he did, but we can't put that – but it's like it just happened to be – That was his wilderness and he got tempted.
0: And maybe he just wasn't safeguarding all the different ways that he could have if he knew that he was his marriage was weak at that point. Maybe don't go out for a jog near pretty girls and stand there and stare at him for a little bit. You Mm -hmm. know, and so how quick I'm just just giving him the best possible background behind that, but maybe he did a lot of things right up until that point Mm -hmm. and just let himself down at the wrong time. Yeah. You know, and it's terrifying to think about it that way. But car like um, Brian Houston probably set out. Like I was listening to his original mission statement when he did one of those first sermons in the third episode, and it was I was like, okay, that was good. Like that was a nice little sermonette you just gave there. And then you saw them evolve into money.
2: See, what I didn't like about this documentary is the fact that we're painting, and I get it, they kind of do it to themselves because they are on the public stage. But we're painting this not only there's this there's the sin of putting them on a pedestal that they shouldn't be on, but there's then there's also the sin of putting their sin on a pedestal that it shouldn't be on. There's Carl Lentz's everywhere. Oh yeah. There's Carl Lentz's in our church right now that aren't getting documentaries about him. Let's get him. No, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? It's like, we all have some, we all have sin in us. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so it's like, he that's just happened about to be we
0: started with the pedestal is the issue.
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. We put him, we, we think he's too amazing. And then we find out he's not. And then we think he's the worst guy on the planet. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it, it's Right down the middle. He's
0: like every other human being. Every person that wasn't covering him in prayer. Every person right, that exactly. wasn't checking him back when he was making right. mistakes. They're all but just he gets a line.
2: documentary put out about him when there was probably 50 people in, the con- in his congregation that are also having affairs yeah. simultaneously. Yeah, I mean it's like so – I felt weird getting his thing exposed like that. Like,
0: um, Yeah, I also – again, it is worth watching. But I also didn't like how there weren't a lot of facts. Yeah, it was all like, like it was uh, all anecdotal, and yeah. all like there weren't a, there wasn't a lot of information. Like I could have read any article about Hillsong that was a page long and mm-hmm. gotten all the same information. Right, but like the the music and the same thing with most documentaries like Blackfish and stuff like that. You get all the mm-hmm. sad video clips. So you don't get a lot of
2: yeah. They're they're literally trying to make you see this in a
0: certain light. Yes, that's what I didn't. Which you have like like to know it. going yeah. in, right? But. It's still heartbreaking to see the women that were affected and, and yeah. seeing the devastation like that. That carry, I'll carry that with me after. Mm-hmm. Like that one girl whose dad had to. Like the, the problem with the girl who was assaulted by Jake is is uh, sorry Jake, um, he sounds hideous. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, basically at a party got. Um, there was apparently the, at the Hillsong College drinking was promoted, um, by the. No it was, nobody was allowed to. Really? Yeah. yeah no, was, no, you're right. Okay, but hold on. At, at, she said at some point though. At, at his house. At his house it was? At his house he was encouraging them to. Okay. But, but at the college was it was all not the allowed. Time.
2: It was very strict rules
0: at Hillsong but, College. But the, but the leaders were able – so the leaders – something, something was promoted though. It was either the staff was, Yeah, but it was at his rules. house. It wasn't on the campus. Okay. So either way he got really drunk and he felt her up, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they reported it and then the dad had to take extra steps five months later after they were basically like pushing it to the side. Which again doesn't surprise me that a corporation – a church, it's horrendous, but a corporation, which is kind of what it's turned out to be, has tried to protect its own and try right, to keep its right. image. Yeah, you know, again, like that was one that when they said it, like, and what that church, goes back what? to the
2: thing we had about the remember the Matt Chandler thing, where yeah. it's like if something's going to happen, lay it out there and like con- confess where you guys went
0: wrong. Yeah, and be grieved by it. Yeah, something terrible happened.
2: But it's interesting though. I mean, this is a new thing. Like Paul even writes about uh, people preaching with selfish motives. And And he he says, let him. And he says, let him, yeah. And he goes, let him. And just, uh, I'll read it. He says, some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife, and some also from goodwill. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my chains, but the latter out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this I rejoice. Yes, and will rejoice.
1: Well, Jesus even says it to the disciples when they're saying, like, uh, this guy preaches and— Uh, cast out demons but he's not for us and christ says if he's not against us then he is for us
0: yeah Mm -hmm. well there he's preaching against sectarianism like the the philosophy of breaking down the body by Mm -hmm. barriers aren't biblical yeah so that that too i mean it's a little bit of both yeah and i was thinking about that verse the whole time because i think we brought that up before so it's sitting in my head but that the, one I just that, read? Or the, yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah, the one where Paul was like, mm-hmm. let him do it. Yeah, like, even, even if they have the wrong motives, or the gospel being put out there. It's right. better than it not. It was just what you were saying about...
2: Especially Joel going and... back to that time, where it's like this was just shortly after Jesus actually resurrected.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So now you got people talking about it from like selfish motives, but like at least people are like good. At least keep naming his name. Like You know what I mean? Like yeah. Get it out there.
0: Mm. So. It's a shame you have to choose between... like, Yeah, selfish or yeah. regular. Good theology with... Good or bad motives, and then there's also bad theology with good and bad motives.
2: Wow. Yeah, it's like a pun a square.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <It> <laughs> Hopefully is. we get stuff sp- left. Quadrant <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. Big T, big M. Yeah. Do you remember how I, 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 had, I had to like tickle flies? Did you have to do that? Excuse me? Is what? I, is that I, a had to, I had to I had to do sex flies. That's, what what? It, that's the that's the right phrase. What? I no, like, I was the, not in. You were in advanced. No. Yeah, for sure. I had honors, not AP. Uh, it was Mr. Quinney. We had to like flip flies over and like. Did you? Yeah. And we had to like tickle him. All I and remember then, is about he was obsessed with birds. Yeah, he had an ornithology marking period. Yeah, yeah. I learned about tufted titmouses Did you go to the stockings to do like to yes. look at yeah. him? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I yeah. So that we had to flip flies over and do the punnett square. It was, and. So I, I'll sh- I'll do a shout out to this person because he's definitely not listening. Uh, Charlie Baldy is my partner, right? Do you remember Charlie? No. Who? Charlie Baldy. Yes. He was yes, like yes. a good friend of mine yeah. growing up, and we were near the sink and we had our fly for like weeks. They were like gnat kind of flies, and we like hit it and they all fell in the sink out of the thing, and we just turned the sink on and then just made up the numbers for the rest of it because it was right at the end. So anyway, yeah. So that it was uh When we were watching the first episode, I was like so fired up about it because she was getting upset by the whininess and the complaining about the things that it, if you just have the wrong presupposition or look terrible, but if you're the right person, it's like, it's like her complaint that she was talking about us today was like in the third episode, they talk about how the college uses its workers to run the church for free and they should be paying them and everything. Cause they're multi million dollar corporation. And I mean, it's just coming from people like the three of us are at church a lot. And serving for free and I've never felt the need to And not to be only that, paid. but that's
2: pretty common amongst colleges. Yeah. D1 yeah. players don't get paid. Mm. And they bring in
0: millions, yeah. millions to their you know, colleges and universities. Yeah. And even, I mean, I know it's a big debate. Like, should they scale. get paid or something? Like, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. But on a much smaller scale for NJCF, we had to, all the, the stuff was kept in a storage closet. And we had to put them on carts and uh, push it a half mile across campus to set up on the second floor of uh education building and that's what we did every thursday for four years mm-hmm. and it was probably an hour to two hour setup and then an hour to two hour breakdown and like i just that's the same amount of hours they were putting in because they had a couple hundred people on staff for their giant right, thing right, right. and i just it feels very whiny
2: yeah and, and there's actually something to it like there's, there's something to like putting in work for the service to go effective feels good it does, and it's like, that's, that was the tabernacle. Yeah. But like they had to build it every time. They, you know, and carry it with them everywhere they went. And it has to be. Imagine pray. we had to
0: bring our chairs everywhere we went. Yeah. yeah. like to say, the sanctuary chair. Yeah, well, we did that. At my first church, Grace Community. We had, every single Sunday, we set up the chairs in the, in the gymnasium at Winslow School Number mm-hmm. 3. And my dad went there three hours before church. The, one, the, the other church, the Princeton Alliance plant, is at a movie theater and um, at 3 in the morning. They go to a storage unit, and they load everything up on the 18-wheeler, and they bring all the things there, and because they, they have like an eight o'clock service, so they don't have to bring chairs. Thankfully, it's a movie theater. But I was gonna say they bring. They were lazy boys. They to bring, you have to bring a little stage. You got to bring everything. Mm-hmm. And they did, they did it up. They had an old lighting system. That's nice. And the yeah. Anyway, so they I just think that that's a part of church. Whether they're doing it for the wrong motives or the you know the church with the money stuff is, I can't decide, but. Anyway, yeah, that just sound like complaining. Right, would you recommend watching it just with the, with the right
2: I got about mindset. an episode and a half before I was just like all right, just like I could have assumed all these like mm-hmm. i, I could assumed all these things were happening when you have a when you have that many sinners doing anything it's gonna something's gonna go wrong you know mm-hmm. um
0: and I, I not to say that like I don't know. So the, the third episode is the one where I, I actually started thinking a little bit deeper about, like, the purpose of church because Brian Houston and they showed basically how his philosophy and his theology was all about growth and growth and growth and how well, it's, he got on like, saying global takeover and he wanted to win the whole world to Jesus and that was their goal and they were going to infiltrate and, like, all this, like, language was almost, like, militant. And... But that's, yeah. A lot of Paul's language is militant. Not in the same way, though. Yeah,
2: not in like a takeover.
0: But in and like, also, um, it's people's choice. You can do whatever the heck you want. You're not going to take over the world with the gospel. You can share it to as many people as you want. Yeah. But unless you help disciple them after they get it, you know, and, and, and encourage them, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think that's the purpose of a church, to do what he's doing. He's not a pastor. He's a person who gives a one-minute message and then moves on. And I See, it it's the the irony is that he
2: was trying to go wide and not deep. Yes, it but point. it's what's it's what's deep. It's the deepness of it is what draws in wide. more people. It's what makes it, you know. So it's like, which is why I mean, the church started and exploded in home churches. Yeah, throughout the Mediterranean and, and Rome and,
0: like so. So it's the depth. That-
2: the depth that when the depth is what caused real change in people's lives, mm-hmm. and that gives them the confidence and the boldness to go out and. And do that to other people mm-hmm. and that's what's attractive to the faith you're like well, what is about like what is so deep about you that no matter what's going on in your life you can have joy in it or whatever but um that so that's what's and that you only get there through like deep true like community like study and repentance and and all that so like the wide thing is just never gonna it's gonna look like exactly what it, it's gonna look like a room full of people who only pretend to know mm. like i don't know it's
0: yeah, no, I agree. I, and I, that philosophy, seeing it come to fruition, yeah, it was very clear it's the wrong one. Right. You know, we kind of just always say that it's it's the depth and not the width. Well, and, and, but now, like you see, when somebody really, it's like yeah. I mean, my it's like communism, and, communism and capitalism. It's like not pro capitalism, but you're like, all right, communism. You argue for it. Let's see it. Who tried it? The actuality. Yeah, let's see how it went. Right, 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 right. It's like all right. So let's it's see how your, paper, let's see it It's good on paper, but then it never goes. works in
2: yeah. actual. Yeah. But um. Uh, no, it kind of reminds me like. more you talking about a guy who like lived in a somewhere and he went to every single door? Baha Bab. Ba, who? Baha Bob, what's his name? God bless you. Oh, um, <laughs> Baha that's like so, a Jewish son. Yeah, and then he and then he he gave him, like a quick like thirty second thing about yep. Jesus. That way they in knew they heard his name, right? And
0: it's like, and then did he you just waste a to lot us of us time. And he says three thousand souls saved this week. Yeah and there's all, like it was in Mexico and the, all the Mexican families were sitting there and he's saying, like you're gonna go to hell if you don't. And he's like giving a message. I mean, it was the gospel, but it was very hell oriented in the beginning, and they're all sitting there like whispering and saying their prayers to themselves you know, so they don't have to go to hell. And then he's like, another four. Yeah <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> oh man. And he kept walking. And all of all the missionaries that weren't a part of his thing, yeah. were like building a house for one family. To live. Right, right. And we're like slaving away yeah. after we woke up at 3 in the morning, and he's just like, I got four. I'm like, what am I
2: doing? <laughs> I mean, it make, but it, <laughs> it makes you The thing is, he, is
0: harder. Is,
2: he's got a good heart behind it, but is he? what's he really doing? Like, I don't know.
0: Planting a lot of seeds in a lot of dry soil. Right. But better than nothing. I than mean, right, that.
2: exactly. Especially, it goes yeah. back to the, sh- the Hillsong show. It's like, it's better than nothing,
0: but what, do, what are we really doing? I don't know. Is that our standard? You know? Hmm. So it just goes back again to personal holiness because we can't hold any of the people accountable for anything. It doesn't matter what I think about Hillsong. Be I have no role in, in furthering them or shutting them down. Right. I don't think our listeners, if we just said, hey, you can't listen to Hillsong anymore, they would stop anyway. Right. So why not just worry about my personal holiness and keep moving on? Mm-hmm. So I, with the Bible study we did on Tuesday with Hebrews 2, yeah. the first verse, that I probably should have memorized by now, but the one that's Take earnest Heed. I've been thinking about uh, the two question. 2-1? Huh? Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, let me pull it up real quick. Hebrews 2-1, fill in the gap of silence. <laughs> <laughs> NKJV, baby. Not the nearly inspired version. NIV. KJV, you know me. Therefore, we must give earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. So I've been thinking about the, the conclusion I came to in, during the night because I didn't think of this answer until I said it. But ministry is probably the first place that we don't take earnest heed of Christ.
2: Yes. I know, I know, I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about when you said it because what you said, I was like, I don't know. Wait, what?
0: what are you talking about? So like the idea of taking earnest heed, we have our salvation, we have Christ. And so he's, he's saying, therefore, and he just talked about Christ and salvation. Now that we have that, we need to take earnest heed to make it first in our lives or we drift away. Correct. So one of the ways that I believe we do that the most is by not putting Christ at the forefront of our own ministries.
2: Yes. and I mean, Again, I think it's another double-edged sword where sometimes because of our ministries and because of our busyness,
0: okay. we just don't put like- Christ first. Mm-hmm. I agree.
2: Yeah. Um, because and you feel like I, you're drowning. You don't. Right, have time. you feel like you're drowning. And as soon as things, like, kind of like you were describing, like as soon as things become obligatory or like you have a checklist or something like that, it's not. It's not. It should be from the overflow of your heart. Hmm. And that's when he's like really founded and 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 planted his seed in your heart. So it should be from the overflow. And as soon as you feel like obligated or like I got to do this, now we're back to the law again. And it's like it's it needs to, that needs to be checked. Yeah. And I think. Ministry plays a factor in that sometimes. And And I'm scared to say that I think it's more often than not. Yes. And I think a bigger part of this, which we'll have to do on another episode, is because we have lost the idea, the true idea of what it meant to have a Sabbath. Hmm. And that was one of the Ten Commandments for a reason. And I think we lost the meaning of it. And nobody does anymore. If you ask anybody, like, how do you observe uh, rest? You don't have to say Sabbath because they immediately associate it with like the Jewish law. Mm-hmm. and but, Like how do you observe rest that was intended for you? Like, and nobody has an answer because they don't, they just, it's just of, just, especially in America. Mm-hmm. This is one thing where America, like our nation was just founded on go, 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 go. Yeah. Um, and that bled into the church. Um, even just things like, you know, other countries have siestas. We don't, we don't, that's not, that's not us. Like we'll eat in our car with our, drive with our knee and like that's America. Like, so we don't ever, the Sabbath was meant for us to delight and just find joy in it. And uh, it doesn't have to be on a certain day. It doesn't have to be, but that, that
0: rest and flight was for a reason. Well, so Al and I did our best to do that silent Saturday yeah. deal. And we failed because I went to the breakfast club in the morning and then um, someone called her to tell her that they were pregnant. So she picked up her phone for that. Yeah. But for the, we didn't turn the TV on all day, which I know that you guys don't already do that. But for me with a daughter... I, once in a while, I rely on that. To get something done, I just pop it on. Yeah. And so it was really, really rejuvenating right. um, to just not have any influence other than we read the Bible together in the morning after I got back. So not morning, afternoon. And just chapter in Luke to set this, the, yeah. you know, the tone. And then at, we just stayed outside the whole day um, where Daddy just played in the sandbox and we just went to different things. We, so I don't know. I agree with you. And I think that's one thing that the Jewish people still get benefit from. You know, hearing oh, yeah. Ben talk about it's, Saturdays, yeah. how, like, how nice it and is it was, And it week. wasn't
2: – and by the way, it wasn't just for Israel, the Sabbath commandment. Mm. It was literally to the whole entire – it was to creation, to the animals, to, yeah. to, to everybody. It was built into and creation. I'm, by the way, I'm, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I'm reading a book on it right now, and it's unbelievable. But um, no, just the big thing is when you read Genesis 1, in, 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 on the sixth day, he finished creation – and on the seventh, and the seventh says on the set, and then on the seventh day he finished his work. So it's like, well, did he finish on the sixth or did he finish on the seventh? What which one did he finish? Is that an immediate contradiction first one verse from the next verse? Mm. Um, but it's because it, he was creating the Sabbath. Like the, it was a was, and it's not necessarily and the Jews got it wrong and meant literally just no work, and then they became the things you can't can't do. And it be, they you know, they, they Jewed it up and it made it like that's probably didn't sound right. Um, but you know, they, they, they just they got, did they, got t- they, they got too lawful with it and, it and it became a, it became a hindrance when, when, you know, and, and Jesus literally said like the Sabbath was made for man, not the other way around.
0: So what would, what would like the book, were they advocating for the correct way to honor Sabbath? I haven't just gotten rest. that
2: far into it, but they are saying it is all about joy and delight and it doesn't even have to be on a cer- certain it doesn't have to, have to be Saturday or it doesn't have to be Sunday. It doesn't. Yeah. It, uh, it's just designated time where you do, whether it's with your wife if you're married, or family if you have a family, a dog, b- dog, or if you're just single, like you do what it what brings you absolute delight, like delight and joy. That's kingdom. That's within the kingdom, you know. Okay. But and no, really, and and literally, you know, and, and literally, like, and literally, like plan for it. Plan for it today, head that way when it's, that way it's just pure joy and delight and uh, – but there, at some point, there should be – you should be out with creation at some point. Okay. Because, you know – I'm just heavens, trying to hear The heavens
0: if I, his glory. No, do you – I'm uh, just trying to see if we did it. Oh, little yeah, little yeah. Bit. No,
2: the, the, the like, thing is – kind of what
0: you're saying is but we kind of did.
2: Right. what, what they are – basically so far with what book is saying is don't do anything for the whole entire day out of obligation. Not a single thing turn every because set six days a week you're doing things that are obligation so don't do anything but you got to work that out with you and your family or your wife but it's like it should
0: be everything should just be pure joint light the things that you like i like obligation and also i mean i'm just adding to it like i not doing anything that would reap any material benefits like yeah doing anything that would get more materials of any kind right you know, even right. if it's just like a fresh cut lawn or like yeah Cause I didn't do long work that day on purpose. Right. Like, it would have been a right. really convenient, nice day to do it or working or like doing yeah. something to get, you
2: know. and, and they're pretty much saying like, as soon as you get into that mindset of like, oh, well, can I do this or can I do this? Then you've, you've missed Don't it already. You've already, no, no. You, like you've missed the idea already because like, you're in that, you're in your Cause you mind. Because, Cause you're trying to, do, you're trying to, you're in that can or can't, like, can I do this or can I do this or am I allowed to do this or am I not? And like, it was never meant for the allowed or not allowed to like, okay. um, but cool. Yeah, I'm only halfway through and it's, it's like blowing my brain.
0: I like that phrase. It, yeah. Nice, nice and tame.
2: Yeah, it's cool. I like that. Because I was actually asked that by somebody. Somebody had asked me, it's like, well, you know, how are you, what are you doing for your rest? How are you observing your Sabbath? And I was like, uh, I was like, I don't have an answer. <laughs> and they were like, well, there's a big issue. Mm. And then um, they suggested this book. And I
0: started reading it. And I was like, whoa. Is that one of your 80 book orders? Then you have like a I ton was thinking of guys. That. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm down, down the, to like I 40. i bought the book uh, you recommended uh, today. I ordered it for a game. I'm down to like 45. Nice. It's a quick read, but it's like that one will knock you. So I ordered that one and another one. Same guy? No, no, no. Okay. It's, it was unrelated to, um, I, it's not all about you. It's unrelated to you. Um, sorry, that's not, you're not laughing. So it's, it's not, a not a condescending bullying. I'm sorry. No, I, I meant, um, Oh, no, I just meant because you know how Amazon suggests. No, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This one was actually on a podcast I was listening to. They suggested it, like a Christian podcast, mm-hmm. um, and it's "What to Say When," and it is the biblical way to approach discussing abortion with non-believers, and oh. it's very highly recommended. Huh. So, I've been very discouraged by both sides of the argument recently in the national stage. So, I've been having this like little pit because I know the scriptures, and after that, I don't know where to, I don't know where to go. You know, so. Um, I heard this one addresses like very modern arguments and it says it's – basically the first half is how to go about the conversation, when you should have the conversation. Like all the good stuff that I kind of want to know set guidelines for talking about it. Yeah. Anyway. um, In my brain, I
2: was like, does does it come up often? But I
0: mean you're in a public school setting, so I don't know. It doesn't come up that often. It comes up as like a personal thing for me. Gotcha. Uh, For me, if it was said – The Complete New Guide to Thinking About Abortion. It would be a better fitting title. Yeah, That's the title I would like to to read, but it's the closest I can get. So, and then Gospel Fluency is the other one, right?
2: Yeah. cool. I I highly suggest that to anybody listening. Gospel Fluency, it's really good.
0: And then The Book of John, just because I know your struggles. Yes. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, I was thinking about what Joe was saying, because I've been asked that a lot. Involved in ministry on Sundays, and my response has always been, oh, afterwards, you know, like... I go home and I rest. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm resting. What are you talking about? Yeah, you don't rest on Sunday. It's never really taking joy in what I'm doing, other than outside of the joy of doing the ministry. Right. But that's, like you said, it's partially out of obligation.
2: So the guy literally explains exactly what, and he he explains it down to a T. He's like, this is what most average male's Sabbath observant is. You go to the church, and you may or may not serve, but then you come home, and you, you eat with your family, and then... You cut the grass, or you finish a project that you didn't finish the day before. Okay. or you do, and he's like, and you know, he just goes through like your typical like American male, like what yeah. family dad Sunday would be, like watching football real. at night. Well, yeah, watch football at night, you know what? And then he's like, this is he he calls it like the bastard, bastard Sabbath. Mm. He's like, it, it was that's not at all what it was ever meant to be, and and
0: it's good. I suggest. Cool. It, yeah. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, I think the, the Hebrews versus taking heed thing is, is I'm just trying to think it through, like what it would look like on, for my ministries. Again, like so many times, and this isn't, a, this isn't a brag, but like I thought, I can't wait to see Joe at 20 something tonight. Mm-hmm. That's something I wanted to tell him. Or I can't wait to see, you know, Colin and Jones and talking about the new encounter guest we just got, got on at 20 something yeah. tonight, you know, or at Revive or Bible study. And we go to worship. I can't wait to try out the new guitar that I just got, mm-hmm. you know, instead of like, taking heed of the salvation and putting, you know, Christ first before you get there. There's nothing wrong with any of those things I just said, but they can't be the priority. And if they are, you should stop doing what you're doing, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not wrong to want to share with a friend something joyous that you're talking about for the kingdom, but it is wrong to go into that with the mindset of, you know, personal desires. So that's,
2: so what I brought up on Tuesday about what you're saying was from the Gospel Fluency book, but they made such a good point where I was like, I never really thought about that, but it makes so much sense where it's like you – when you meet somebody, when you talk to somebody, within two times of talking to them, you can figure out what they love most because that's what they talk mm-hmm. about most. And it's like that's so true, and it's scary. It's a scary thought because yeah. it should be – Is that Christ
1: for you, basically? Right.
2: Is that Christ for you?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What is the – or is it, not even, is it not even a thing? Is it just like complaining? Is it, do you just like to complain or is it just, uh, you know, it could be fill X, X, Y, and Z, fill it in with anything. But like, what is, what do you get the most joy and passion of talking about? And even, even, it could even be the Bible and the Bible can become an idol. That one's a weird, that one's confusing, but it could be Mm -hmm. like, because knowledge
0: puffs up. The knowledge of the Bible. Yeah, for sure. Right,
2: right. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's it's, it's, it's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, when you say idolize the Bible, it's, 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 that is tricky because I can idolize the Word of God healthily because it's the breath of God that did it. But to do that, I need to factor in my interpretation of the Word of God as well, which makes a part of me the idol. Yes. Do you know what I mean? My only relationship with it, is what the Holy Spirit reveals to me and I have no control over that generally or the accomplishments I feel like I've made in studying it. And so if I'm like browbeating someone with the Bible on a theological topic like sexuality and gender and like that, that's my systematic conclusion of what it is, not it itself. Yes. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, either our own interpretation or the amount of knowledge. Yeah. And then it becomes like a look at me type thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, but the other good point though with that though is it's not it's the father son and the holy spirit. It's not the father son and the holy spirit in, in the Bible. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. But the Bible is how we know by the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit.
2: It's like a weird thing, you know. It's like it is something. weird
0: because, like, I, I, it is more holy than anything else we have on this earth.
2: Because there's people right now coming t- to Christ without the Word and through like general revelation, yeah. which mm-hmm. is a, which is what a lot of generations before the Word. But then again, the word.
0: they're being, they're getting the revelation of the Word to them, whether it's not a hand, the Bible in their hand, but the right, revelation right, right. of the Gospel is the Word. It's synonymous.
2: Correct. So the Word itself, but not the, not the six. Fifty-six books, leather-bound book yeah. that we have
0: mm-hmm.
2: is what I'm trying to say. Yeah,
0: yeah. It is confusing. It's,
2: yeah, not not even confusing. It's just a, uh, it's just a slippery. It's just a weird one.
0: It's one that I hope we don't have to argue about that much. I don't know yeah, how don't people think, do that. Yeah, I don't think. We,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, at the application of that's pretty sparse. Yeah. Scarce, sparse. I'll take them both. Sparse is a word, right?
2: Yeah.
1: I feel that's more for like seasoning I was sparse. gonna say it's like that seasoning sparse? like. you... Sp- a sparse seasoning. I don't know if that's just because I'm hungry right now. I don't know.
0: How are you hungry? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just hit me. We just ate. I know. Thinly dispersed or scattered? Austere or meager? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Need a definition for the definition. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so how was, you just saw a Jewish man speak about Hebrews and Exodus. How's that go? Oh, yeah,
2: so did, so did you.
1: Are is that you sentient what he talked about? ever? Uh, not, I, I'll be honest. I can't remember if that's what he talked about. Yeah. Hmm.
0: You know he out of Cole it? Has not, <laughs> doesn't have a lot to say because he's not usually listening. <laughs> Apparently. That's
2: a, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a Hebrews Bible study, but he read like four times from Hebrews. Um, but that was at yes. CC. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. I, yeah. I got confused because you made it sound like it was like an Exodus I only got that in That's Hebrews... all I know. It was,
2: just, it was like a slight oh, – I hate bringing this up, especially because I hear comments. But it was like. it was like a mini – it's it's cool hearing it from, some like a messianic, Jew because because you, it seems. Why is that controversial? No, I'm just saying like it, it, to me it's like, it's almost like a small step real quick into Israel. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, and oh, then oh. like and so it's like every time like he doesn't say Jesus, mm-hmm. he says Yeshua. You know, it's like it's cool because yeah, that's cool. his actual name. You know what I mean? So it's like and we're constantly like, people think, people think Christ is Jesus' last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, not hopefully not Christians, but you know his surname. Right, right, but you know it's 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 Jesus, it's Yeshua Messiah, Yeshua Yeshua Mashiach. You know, so it's like that. So it's cool to hear him just talk like and things like that. And he talked he talked about Passover and like the symbolism and like the feasts that they observe. And it's it's cool to hear that because that's how the gospel writers wrote. Like when John wrote John, like when John wrote the Gospel of John, like he included certain things for a reason, and there were certain Jewish things that were signs for the messiah coming mm. so to hear somebody talk about them and talk about how he still observes them because they do point to him like it's cool to hear like
0: um well it's I don't like think. anything I, mean, I don't think that's that strange like when you hear somebody talking from a that a culture that you know and they make cultural references it's just fun right yeah true he made you like pulled you into israel
2: yeah for yeah like real quick i made but yeah
0: mm-hmm. you're afraid i'm gonna make a comment are you yeah I only made that, like, three times. You're know, acting like I, like, beat you over the head with it. And no, I feel like it's every time I break a bitch, are like, we know you went to Israel. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had to do the one time where you talked with was like, an Israel episode. I had uh, to do it up once. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. What'd you
2: think?
1: Well, cool, cool. apparently blocked that out. <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember. There's something specific he said. I should have wrote it Dude, down.
2: I know, because I wrote it down. Did she? He, okay. uh, he said he dropped them, what, like a one-liner, and yeah. I was like, whoa. Mm. Uh,
1: but even that, he, like, he prayed in... Um, Hebrew, Hebrew. Hebrew, yeah, and it was like amazing. Like, yeah. even though, but then I didn't, he did it in English. Yeah, and I if, during the beginning, I didn't understand what he's saying, but at the same time, I was like, "Go off!" Like, this this yeah. is really cool. And then he went over and explained it.
2: See, if he didn't explain it, I was gonna be like, "That was just showing off." Yeah, because like no one here speaks Hebrew, so what are you doing? But then he literally did the same exact. It was the it was the the blessing prayer from mm-hmm. Deuteronomy. Oh, numbers. numbers,
0: numbers, numbers. Dave working used to do that, yeah, for us. Amanda went to our church. He used to pray in yeah. Hebrew and then English. Yeah. Because he went to Hebrew school. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's cool when you do it and then translate it in English. Mm-hmm. I was waiting to
0: see if he was going to, though. I was like, eh. like if nobody gets it, what are you doing? It's tongues. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, though. Mm-hmm. He looked pretty epic in the picture he sent me. Yeah. Big old beard, right? Big old beard, yeah.
2: If you could only pull two books from the Bible, what would you,
0: what would you pull? Genesis. Wait, what's the goal? So preservation.
2: No, not even. Okay, so you, you're going to a, you're you're going to an island, and you can only give them two books of the Bible. Which one would you give them? And they've never heard or seen any of this before again.
0: I'm working on the New Testament one. Mm-hmm. You have your first. You have your Old Testament. I think Genesis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like explain creation, explain the intention, and like you're saying, a lot of themes of the Bible are set up yeah. in Genesis. Genesis yeah.
1: And the, I was gonna go with Luke because it's the only one. I could, Luke or John? I'm trying to think of. I was going John or Romans.
2: I would say. I think I would say John. I think I would say Genesis and John.
0: I think John is the most simple version of
2: Jesus. Mm-hmm.
0: Not a lot of theological, like, questionable
2: But there's
1: spots. a lot of big themes. We were going over that to the, oh, John uh, to the Bible stuff. Yeah,
2: well, actually, you know, interesting thing, though, which you would never think. Back in, like, the first century church, like, the, who, they considered the theologian. Like, the theologian wasn't considered
0: Paul. He was considered the missionary. The, okay. the theologian was considered John. Hmm. Yeah, um, I'm not saying it's not dense. I'm just – I don't think yeah, there's a lot of parts that need to be really broken down too far. It's like a, there's a surface reading that's pretty fruitful. That'll bear fruit, yeah. Yeah, so I, was, I think I would say Genesis and John Genesis and John Not Numbers and Leviticus Can you imagine them getting I mean, well, that? Was, that was going to be my next question If you could If you Move? had to take If you had to take two out Of the Bible Not permanently Just to give to these people Like
2: No make... so now you're giving somebody No yeah You're giving these these The civilization You're giving them the Bible But you've got to take two
1: out Jude Okay Limitations That would be my friend The Old Testament See now this is just like uh, ones I don't like
2: I wouldn't I, yeah. I don't know Okay
0: Good. Uh, you guys are good. All, right, all right. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, and Matthew.
1: Matthew? Yeah. Because Matthew is mm-hmm. the closest one to uh, Luke, is the closest one to Matthew. So, in yeah. similarity. So, and if I had to take.
2: So, they're saying they don't they need don't
0: four the same thing.
1: Yeah. That's
0: what I'm going I with. I would feel weird taking a gospel out. Yeah. I mean, I'd go with. I mean, it's fine if you don't like Jesus, but I would go with <laughs> one of the minor prophets. Like and, Ob-
2: Obadiah or something. Yeah. You
0: know? And Amos. And Jude. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Which ones would you take? Okay, this is don't don't listeners, don't take this to, to the point of heresy, but what would if you could only have one Bible and two be missing for you to study for the rest of your life, which ones would you same ones. Take? Really?
2: I mean if I'm given, if I'm giving
0: True. a civilization the same, it would be I don't like Psalms. Sorry.
1: Such a big one, though. Jeez. I, I think
0: know. you don't
2: like Psalms. Can I,
0: can I— I can't contextualize anything. I need I need context, and every single one is just like, no author. I don't know the audience. Like, I know there's a lot of Davidic ones. Like, I know you can do so much digging. It's like every one is like a whole new book, and it's so frustrating. And they're quoted constantly. So I know Jesus thought they were important, so I have to, too.
2: Well, the reason why they're important is
0: because they were their worship songs. Mm-hmm. And they were the expression of— Emotion, their emotions, right. proper emotions, right. in the Christian's life.
2: So that would be that would be like if you. That would, honestly, that would be like going through Psalms would be like going somebody a thousand years from now going through our planning center, and you'd be like, I just don't get these. Like I don't know, everyone's a different yeah. author. So like, I, don't I know like,
0: you. That's going to bite me in the butt. Saying I'm just being honest about like what I would if I were to read any book right now, I would read anything but that as as a common reading. Okay. I have not yet. Even when I went to try to listen to the Bible Project, go through it, I have not yet heard anyone hook me into like a desire to read them. Either they go so far deep into word context and semantics, and like that, I get I just like that's so much work for that conclusion you just came to that I got like immediately. When See, I okay, read
2: it. I, okay, same thing, same feeling you're getting with that is how I feel about Proverbs.
0: Okay, I,
2: yeah, with Proverbs because not only. Proverbs will be like – it will be like a, a stanza and then next one has nothing to do with the one you just read. Mm-hmm. Like that's – the Quran's written a lot like that where it's just like – it's just spewed thoughts. It's just like, you know, it will be like one little – whatever you want to call it. It's called Proverbs. But, you know, one little proverb and then, and then two lines down, a different proverb that had nothing to do with the first one that you just read all in one chapter. And it's just like
0: – they're just like little sayings and like little things and it's like it's hard for me to like – I think that, and the value in them, again, I'm not de- devaluing these books. That's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm like nervous. to all like the way I'm phrasing no, no. it, but
2: yeah. you got favorites. I mean,
0: yeah, favorites and least favorites. And that's my least, I know that the value is like for Psalms, when, when pastor first was like, I need you to talk a few years ago, It's was like, I need you to start reading these few books. If you're going to start counseling people, um, that are going through traumatic experiences. And he, he said, Proverbs and Psalms. Because they're the ones that are going to be the most comforting. They encapsulate the emotions that a Christian will go through in trauma, in despair, in joy, and all those things. And so when you want to quote something to somebody going through something in life, those are going to be like very consoling words for someone. Mm -hmm. And so I I understand it's – I just don't want to read it. And when they reference it, I go back. I'm like, oh, I got to cross.
2: cross, I think a big – specifically with Psalms, I think a big part of that is because they were songs songs written in – hebrew translated into english it's not so now they don't rhyme now they don't know mm. it's like now it's just like dry poetry mm-hmm. but if you were singing it and it was like the expression of something that you knew was like getting chased through the caves of yeah. Engedi you know like like i think it would hit a little lo- different like That's um like the uh
1: the like videos. the video yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. show me
2: there's a there's a video of the of um uh
1: jordan um something, um, something ensemble
2: But anyway, it's um they go through the psalms, um and they play them on like the ancient instruments and they sing them how like they would have been sung, um, and on oh, ancient Hebrew. And when you hear it like that, it, it's so
0: different. Yeah, I think so. I, I think that's the problem because for me, I it's because we're reading music. I am in a literary sense driven by plot, narrative, right, exactly by narrative. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's no narrative, right? And, that's, and because I don't, because the narrative's lost, right. By the translation, I guess that's a good way to put it. Because, for example, like a movie, No Country for Old Men, right? What? You've seen that movie? Yeah, it's good. You haven't seen it because it's, it's a movie, cool, right? Cool so movie. Uh, that movie doesn't really have a plot, other than we know this guy's trying to kill this guy. Yeah, and there's there's never like a cl- the resolution isn't there, but it was like it nailed the experience. Like I felt my heart pounding the whole time, so it got me the emotion and the the tension, but did not get me the plot. Mm-hmm. I don't get either. And I'm not saying I need it. I'm saying for my interest to peak, yeah. uh, I don't. I don't get like that heart pounding, like I feel what he feels, and I also don't get a, a structure, a plot. And it's because I haven't delved in enough. Like what you're saying, I, I don't. I haven't. How oh, to you? Like, even,
2: even if you, even if you dive in, it's like unless you read Hebrew, or unless like, unless you're hearing these sung in the way they would have been sung, it's like it, it is hard to like. But to me, I have a respect for him because of that. Yeah. Like I know I'm looking through like David's worship song playlist. Mm. You know what I mean? His album playlist. Yeah, yeah, that's and like it hits different. When, like when you know when Jesus quotes it on the cross, like he says, "My God, My God, why why were you forsaken me?" That's a song lyric. So when someone sings like a like a song lyric, you know to finish the rest They're of fin- the song. And all the rest of the song is his prophecy of like him like his h- hands pierced. And it's like so things like that. You're like whoa, like that's cool. Mm-hmm. So like I have respect for it, but you're right. I, it's Psalms is hard to just read. Like,
0: it is. Yeah. Like my reaction, if if it's a part of like a daily reading, you know, if I'm if it's yeah. a, if it's a suggested, my reaction is that's nice, and yeah. the, and then I want to go read Luke. Yeah. But again, that's just a preference.
2: Mm-hmm. It it would be like reading, not even because it would still rhyme. But I was gonna say it'd be like reading Dr. Seuss, not in that like melody that you have to have to read it in, mm. and just monotone and like I don't know. Not an iambic pentameter. Yeah, iambic <laughs> pentameter. Like Shakespeare, yeah.
1: Uh, it, it would literally be taking our worship songs, translating them into another language that's right. not
0: rhythmic. That, that didn't – yeah, that didn't rhyme and then just reading them. But the difference is for Genesis, same deal. Like it's not rhyming and it's taken – like it's poetry that we don't recognize as poetry and it looks like narrative because there's a lot of poetry in Genesis, right? Yeah, there is, but um... – But there's plot. Right, sh- it, that's poetry within the middle of narrative. Yeah, so, it's, so that's so. what I'm saying, that yeah. that doesn't bother me. or bother me. It, right, but, so if, if
2: the Psalms were put sporadically throughout all the Scripture, you'd be fine with them? Yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Which
2: they are in the New Testament, but yeah.
0: Yeah, like Hebrews, every cross-reference is right. Psalms. That's because they're probably the most memorized because, because they, they were they're the most Yeah, because yeah. they rhymed. Yeah. No, 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 Hebrew poetry didn't have to rhyme, right? No, it didn't have, no, no. Yeah, but, but it could have. It could have, yeah. Um, it's like Spanish like it probably did because no one, yeah, only five exactly, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah in Hebrew
2: everything ends with a you yeah. Know, so but if you're singing something you're going to memorize it mm. like even if it doesn't rhyme yeah that's why they make the books of the Bible and the
0: songs and stuff and to memorize them mm. we sincerely thank you for listening to this week's episode of Encounter on this podcast our goal is to encounter Christ, culture, and each other and specifically in the each other part, in our real conversations that sometimes span two to three hours, you may hear an opinion that you disagree with. First, please know that scripture is our ultimate authority and that the word of God is the ultimate test of objective truth. Second, know that we are all part of the body of Christ and we are constantly learning and growing as well and would love to hear from you if you think differently on a topic. You can do so by DMing us on Instagram. If you have been blessed by this podcast at all, please subscribe, like, and share it.